Thank you. Thank you so much, BBS Radio. So here we are on the Wednesday evening with questions and answers with the LOA. You can submit a question per email to questions at intelligence-infinity.com. Thank you all for being here. Here's the next call joining in. Welcome. Oh, wait, you it's want to I put my question in early. Did you get it? Welcome yep. to the next call. Please name and location. But only if you want to, we welcome you. I also send in the question, Vin. I want to say right quick, the question and answer has been one of the biggest, uh, it helped me so much in my, you know, to get where I am now, I really, it really did. So All I right. suggest using it to anybody who can. Got me to the place right now. It's an amazing Thank opportunity you. for everyone to ask questions mm -hmm. to our sources on this Wednesday evening conference call. And welcome to everyone on BBS Radio. Happy Wednesday, you everyone, Amanda? on the next floor. Thank you for being here. Did you get Joey's question? Uh, I think so. How about hi? Nice. <laughs> mm -hmm. You mean your question about, about sex? Right. Uh, uh, did you get mine about the Powerball numbers? 441 million? <laughs> I think I've, I've, I've earned it since now. Yep. I can do some good with that money. As soon as we can, then yeah, we should start, I think. Yeah, I think so, too. And Chris, you want to know something? Uh, I'm not sure. <laughs> no, if you're going to verbally spank me again. <laughs> the answer is no. So, so I'm going to oh, say something nice, okay? Yeah. Oh. You're starting to get it. <laughs> okay. Well, yeah, I mean, with no ego, I can say, uh, yeah, 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 you know. Uh, I mean, I can tell. I can tell. I can tell the energy, okay? Man, I, you know, I won't get into it, but it's been amazing, man. It really has. I've, I mean, the things, to go, to go from where I was, where I am now. I mean, I mean, I think that part of that helped to get where I am now, getting into some of those lower things, you know. Yeah. And coming at, coming to it. And now I can get back to these people. Great. Yeah, I've been I... down in it. I've been down in it. All right. Yes, ready, Ben. Yep. Muted. December twenty ninth. The recording has started. This is December 29th, 2021, Wynn and Terry in Sedona. And, of course, this is the call where people have the opportunity to ask questions, and our sources will answer them. And I will tell you that when people first come into this call, most of them, not all, but most of them are loaded with patterns, is uh, the best way to say it. And we all have patterns, okay? Patterns which keep us trapped in this realm. Things that we think are important, 
that are, well, they're important at the time, but in the overall picture, they're not important to your spiritual evolution. And everyone has this potential to spiritually evolve. But to do it, you have to aim for it. You have to learn about your patterns that are keeping you contracted. And that's whatever your pattern is. I mean, uh, I've seen people with the worst, how shall I say it, um, negative, um, negative, Greetings, as Carla would call it, where you have dark forces on the other side that are, um, how should we say it, coming into your consciousness and making you feel dark and making you feel like you're being negatively attacked. And I've seen people in that situation clear themselves. And sometimes it took a while. It didn't necessarily happen right away. And the thing is, our sources are not boxers. They don't come into the ring and fight with you or fight with your negativity or negative um, greetings. They don't do that. They, they give you the keys to get above what is plaguing you. And first off, if you, ha- you have to understand people have patterns and they don't understand their patterns. In fact, I understand this very well because when I was younger, I had patterns, and I'm sure I still have patterns, but I have worked really hard on understanding my patterns. Um, and understanding what it takes to clear them. And I'll share some of that in in the portion of this call. Because a lot of people are asking similar questions, and they know we're real. I mean, they know our sources are real. They've proven it over and over again. And, And yet you still find yourself not getting out of the places you want to get out of and repeating the patterns that you've carried for many lifetimes in many cases. Okay? And um, and
a lot of people are asking about that on this, on this particular call. So I hope we can give you some really good ideas. And, uh, you know, Judy in San Diego area asked, how do I connect with the Christ consciousness? And you know what? It's easier. It's so easy that you get the idea that it's some huge thing that you're going to be, how can I say it, um, swept away and have some kind of exalted experience, and you're going to meet Christ, or Jesus, and he's going to take it away. And it is so simple that um, <laughs> you miss how simple it is, okay? Now, I will tell you that consciousness is here on that call right now. And we're bringing it in. And it's in between my words. And it's not in what I say. You know, I realized that when I was writing music, there was a part of me that knew what the Christ consciousness is, was, is, was, is. And I was trying to express it in my songs. <laughs> I had this song called Dig the Spaces and and I would stop in the middle of the song and leave this space and whenever I did it all this energy rushed in. Now I didn't understand it. I didn't even call it the Christ consciousness. And then another song, Everything You Touch Becomes a Part of You. Now you know Terry is coughing tonight and she she, she ended up not feeling too well. So I, if we can't answer all these questions, then I'm going to have to uh, um, rubber along, rubber, paddle along. And, you know, my role is to apply these things on a human level because I am human. I don't... I am not exalted. I go through what everyone goes through, or I have. And I pay really close attention, and I've been constantly learning. And of course, when these guys started talking to me, it was, um, it pushed me over the edge of understanding how it works. So I can answer certain questions out of my own experience. And um, and sometimes I'll answer it and ask them to verify. Am I right in that? And they usually do. You've heard me say that. Because I'm still a human, and I still have to work with being human and how to work this new energy, this new information, these amazing sources, and put it into my human side 
and make it work. And so do you. And, uh, I mean, sometimes there's magic that happens when they're involved. But most often, you're the one that will create the magic or create the receptivity to the magic. And, uh, Terry, are you there now? Hello, Terry. I'm here. I'm here. I, I hear you coughing. How do you feel? Well, not my best, but let's go with it. Okay. Well, okay, some of these questions I can answer. Some I can't. So I'll well, answer it, and then well, I'll turn it over well, to them well, to confirm my answer. No, okay? I mean... We're here, so we might as well take advantage of it. All right. Father, Mother, God, we ask for the presence of the light. Now, I'll just point out, I'm doing a very, very careful, carefully crafted invocation to the light. But you'll notice, every time I leave a space, this energy rushes in. And I could say, Coca-Cola, doesn't matter what you call it. It doesn't matter what I call it. But if I say the right words, it makes it easier to trigger it, okay? Right. Right. Uh, it's not a, it's not a magical invocation. It's that I've learned that the energy flows in between the words, and that's a really valuable thing to learn, because you can connect people with the energy, and it's not like suddenly it's a religious experience. I could be saying anything, and it could come in. Now, I have to be in a good space to do it. If I'm not in a good space, which I'm not always, um, it may not happen as well. So, Father, Mother, God, we ask for the presence of the light to surround and protect Terry and myself and everybody on this line, everyone on BBS, and everyone listening to a replay. And we see ourselves in the flow of energy flowing from the center of the universe through the galaxies, through the Milky Way, through the solar system, through the outer energy fields of planet Earth, through our bodies, and into the center of the Earth. And right now, we invoke a group energy connection while maintaining the sovereign integrity of our souls. And we invite those sources that are positive, service to others, honoring the law of one, to join with us and we create a protected space that only the positive has access to. And anything not of that nature 
must breathe now. And do we have our sources present? We greet you in the love light of the one infinite creator. And this is Terry, and I can tell they're here because everything really starts going slow as they patiently wait for this to start. We greet you okay. in the love light of the one infinite creator, and we are here to answer your questions and to assist wherever we may. If we ever see anything that does make total sense to you, simply disregard it as we are only here to assist where it makes sense to you and you can use the information. We come directly to you. We don't come through BBS radio and we don't come to the telephone line. That is where the voice comes from, but we are coming directly to you so we get there just to trace before the voice. Do you have questions? Yeah. The first question is from Hyde. And Hyde asks, can you tell me about the possible consequences or for a non-vaccinated male to have sex with a vaccinated female. And I think you also say, are the consequences any different for a non-vaccinated female to have sex with a vaccinated male? There is some possibility of picking up, despite protein, uh, from the other individual, um, particularly the first month after vaccination, but even after that. Mm-hmm. There's your answer. Next question. Monday, Lynn was reading about having our chakras unblocked so we can ascend to higher dimensions and changing our DNA. Now, by the way, I just, you know, the way I understand this, this whole ascension process, and that's a buzzword now, and a lot of people think that the whole planet's going to ascend, and they think that ascending means you're going to leave this realm and end up somewhere else. And in all of our questions about this, they have said, in almost every case, a person is going to die and drop their body, and all of this is going to happen on the other side, okay? And um, you also, you know, I should add, in it. In addition to having your chakra unblocked, um, you need to have, in most cases, appropriate police patterns. Because, um, not, not necessarily so, because even there was a situation they talked about where even someone who would have considered themselves an atheist, graduated this round. I think they graduated. But in any case... Uh-huh. One you time they use... said, well, he suddenly got religion. <laughs> uh, 
But it's not a matter of having all your chakras unblocked. It's a matter of having your heart chakra unblocked. And perhaps um, one of the greatest things that is needed is the ex- to accept change. And if a person yes. has their heart chakra open, they are more likely to accept change and to be yes. open to change. You know, if you're honest with yourself, most of you can relate to how much you attempt to control everything. And if you attempt to control everything, you won't be able to accept change. Because Well, the interesting thing about that is if you are open... If if you are in control, you don't have to worry about uh, being in control and attempting to be in control because you just got it under control. Mm-hmm. Now, Dharmananda's question is, have these things already been done for us on this call? In other words, for the people on this call, um, um, I'm vested to graduate. And I want to say, I would say no. I mean, on, on, those of you on this call are given huge keys and tools, but you have to apply them. And it's not an automatic process. Some of you are, are applying them. Some of you are trying to apply them. And some of you don't know how to apply them yet. But can our sources answer that question for Dharmananda? Yes. <clears throat> it is a co-creative process, and it occurs in present time in the now. So um, it is a work in progress. Mm-hmm. I mean, I could say, come to this call and you'll graduate, and I probably... But that wouldn't necessarily be true. I know it. I know it. probably draw more people into the call. But um, the call gives you the keys to the whole process. But you have well, to there is back. another part of it that we hesitate to even say. But if a person has a big dark shadow side that they haven't addressed, that can interfere with graduation. Mm-hmm. Because that would balance them towards the other um, service to self because the mm-hmm. dark side, the shadow side is service to self. And it mm-hmm. needs to be that way because it hasn't been addressed. Yeah. You know, one of the things I would say is that when you open your chakras, you activate your DNA according to which chakra is open. And that when you come to this call, there's an energy on the call that that, that for many people experience an an opening of their chakras. And then when they're in their own space, they don't have that chakra open. And they have to come back to the call to get it open. And the thing you have to ask yourself, 
what is it that I need to do to keep my chakra open when I'm off the call? Perhaps you don't want to keep your chakras open all the time because there's certain situations where you don't you you need self defense and you don't want to have mm-hmm. them open right then. So to yeah. have control over opening and closing is important. Yes, but you know you have to develop relationships with other people that have your heart open, and as you have more relationships with an open heart then your DNA stays activated because the DNA tracks the chakra and it will open all the... But the the ability to change and to open and close it, uh, the control over opening and closing is helpful. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Now, does the junk DNA contain memories of our past lives? Yes, it does. And what is contained within the section of our DNA that scientists call junk DNA? This is from John Siboronsky. In the past, memories have gone into all of your chakras and are contained there, and so as you remember your past, then it more fully involves all of your chakras and the strands of your DNA. Okay, and the last question from John. John, you're asking very good questions tonight. Does the junk DNA contain alien DNA? If so, what which alien races does it contain? There are memories. The, the DNA um, has memories of different alien races as they have in the past been combined. Um, in the development of your species um, and development of other species they have built on the past to evolve. And so there would even be some reptilian DNA and Pleiadian DNA and um, it depends. There are different um, people, different families have different um, connection with uh, different DNA races. There are uh, like negative, uh, RH negative, uh, that have um, a uh, connection with um, other 
um, particular races that others do not have. Your blood type is a clue. Now, I do believe we have reptilian in our DNA. And reptilians are usually considered service to self. And it is part of the um, building of the body genome. Mm-hmm. How do we cope with this if we don't want to be service to self? And, we, and we're having that part of us influence us. Just because you have the twin DNA, it would be service to self, but it is service to the body. And you mm-hmm. do not need to be influenced by it. Okay. Now, Bonnie from Corona, California, asks, I find it difficult to describe how it feels to know that you exist and that I am experiencing a rare and sacred connection with our unseen brothers and sisters. Could Ra'an please express how it feels to have this connection with us and and how this aids in their evolution, how it, if it does, aid in their evolution as well? I am in love with this step on my path. Thank you. It is um, beneficial for us when you realize we exist because this affirms our existence. If no one recognized the existence of another, Sometimes that happens, a person really feels it when they transition or they move to the other side because all of a sudden people think they don't exist. And it has a huge effect upon the people that have transitioned because they don't have that feedback and they feel um, abandoned. they feel lost because they don't have this connection. There mm-hmm. is this this is the a huge look into how things uh work because let's see if we can put this together because before uh, the one if the creator individualized then everything was um, intimate. And there was no dissension at all. There was no distortion at all. There was no awareness at all because there wasn't any um, one part looking at another and recognizing it existed. So there wasn't any awareness and there wasn't any awareness to be aware of because everything just uh, was itself. So when, when 
some when the original division came, then you know one of the most interesting um things that uh the one intruding creator has a problem with is that it uh as itself is all itself and so when it divides the two sides have a problem with that because it used to be in everything. And all of a sudden there's something else. And so both sides can feel they tear everything so they should be right. They should be the one. And this is one of the biggest lessons one infinite creator is learning <laughs> acceptance of division. Thank you. Next question. From Fija in England. How can we advance our conscious awareness to become more evolved beings? You are doing it. Your next step is what is in front of you. It is Oh, being with what is in front of you and and taking look what is in front of you and that is your next step. That is what is in front of you and that is your next step. And that as you confront what is in front of you is your next best step in your own evolution. Thank you. Yes. And I would suggest oftentimes we need a certain experience in this realm and we're afraid to have it. We're afraid of getting karma. We're afraid of screwing up. So we, we freeze ourselves from experiences. Sometimes that's a relationship. A relationship is one of the things that can help you surface patterns that will come up in the relationship that may not come up anywhere else. Okay? Okay. Next Thank question. you. One of the things... One of the things that happens is maybe a person has a relationship and it doesn't go well. And then, again, they're presented with a similar relationship and it doesn't go well. And so, again, the same thing happens. And then, uh, and then again, they're presented with that similar kind of relationship and they think, well, you know, I've already tried that four times, so, you know, I'm going to avoid it. Uh, this next time, but that might be the time when it's really going to work. I mean, anyone who's ever 
become very successful, almost everyone, has said something to the effect of how many times they failed before they got it, you know? Yes. And Yes. Sometimes failure is a blessing because it brings up patterns that are triggered, and they they might avoid it or wish it didn't happen, but there's reasons for the trigger, and it's a sign, an area that can provide them with the biggest growth when they learn about their trigger and what happened and how to debug it. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I would suggest that you might mention about um, even yourselves who, who are working for so many tens of thousands of years with this realm and that not everything you do Turns out right, and some of them had the potential. It is very, to turn out very right. hard in this in the third Dead Sea realm to get everything to turn out right because you yeah. have other factors that are not you, so you're not in control of all of the factors in the environment, uh, all the factors in the stars, your connection with the um, star medians. The, you, you. Mm-hmm. Uh, are influenced by so many uh, environmental factors, it takes real master to be able to negotiate your own. Mm-hmm. Thank you. Next question. Bob Bobman, and I think this is Bob's first question. What is this and last actually, name? Bobman, B-O-B-M-A-N. Okay. Okay. Bob, and Robert what is Bobman. his first name? Robert Bobman. Bob. Okay. Yeah. And where is he located? And he didn't he didn't give his location, but it's it's not a personal question, so you can probably handle it. In fact, we've answered this question before. And the answer was no, but we'll ask it again. Is the Earth flat with the North Pole in the center and the South Pole at the edges and a a dome firmament? The answer is no. (laughs) Okay, (laughs) there we go. (laughs) Now, I don't know how these people are coming up saying that. I haven't studied it, but let's move on to the next question. And. This is from Don Herman. Please give me your take on these ideas. I've heard that Jesus and others, I would assume, would somehow access the 12th density in order to accomplish their miracles, perhaps because of the lack of anchor points or the ability to access a timeline where the considered issue is permanently resolved. How does that work? And is any of that information usable to us 
in the lower densities. Thank you. Thank you. If one uh, is seeking to make a change uh, in a um, programming connection with um, the um, creation of the pattern that they wish to change by totally being open to accept change uh, they can access outside of the active um, the, the, the physical and uh, associated uh, wisdom and her connection is with and access the God world where they can um, affect change and then move it back into the physical realm and hold the change. Okay. You know, I want to add something to that. And we'll probably go over a little bit, but it sounds like uh, um, Don said we could go over. And so when we, can, when we go into whole planet healing, we'll go over a little bit if we don't have time. Um, we do another call right after this one. And I, I, I think that even though we have these densities numbered, like 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12, and we think that we can access the 12th dimension, and uh, then we're walking around and doing that, I have the experience myself that I don't count the dimensions. And I can go reverse engineer it and say, well, maybe I was in that dimension or that density. But I don't think about it at the time. But there are times when I can think of somebody and I can feel them at a very deep level. And some of you may find you can do the same thing, particularly with people on the call that you've you know, become familiar with. It's like you're meeting in a very high place. And off the call, if you think of that person, it feels like you're really connected with them. It's kind of like my song, Everything You Touch Becomes a Part of You. And Sometimes I do that with somebody, occasionally, and I feel that connection between us, and I work on seeing something shift in them or heal, and occasionally they've reported to me that that, that happened. Some of you put things or put people in the light, and... Um, and and you 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 are making that kind of connection with the person, which makes it easy for the Elohim to make that kind of connection and cause what happens to be a miracle. And can you comment on that? Thank you. Uh, you have a very great ability 
for I had a connection and uh, to share energy with others. It is a beautiful connection that you are able to make and very helpful in healing for others. Um, we would like to answer one more question before we go off the air. And this is a question from Lauren. And we're not, we're, we're not we're we're not going off the we're not going off the air tonight, okay? We would like to answer to... another question. Yes, but I a question I would, I would from just... Lauren. Yeah. <laughs> we make connection in the same manner you are speaking of. We make connection with Christine. And we make a beautiful connection with Christine and give her relief from some of the very uh, hard experiences she has endured. We give her relief. We see it again. As we reaffirm, we give her relief. It is all right. You are all right. You are safe. Your people are safe. You can let it go. You can let it go. You feel the energy. Feel the beauty. Feel the connection that you felt before that incident happened. It is all right to feel that. It is okay to feel that. It is okay to continue to feel that as that incident will not happen again and you and your people are safe. It is all right to let that go and it will not come back if you let it go. It is okay. Your people are okay now. It is fine. It is all right. It is gone. It is an illusion that is gone, and you do not need to experience it. Your people do not need to experience it. You are here. Your son is here. You are safe now. Your people are safe. Your chief is safe. Your people are moving into beauty, and they are in the light, and they are safe. We reaffirm it for you, and Lauren can reaffirm it for you. You are safe. Your people are safe. Thank you. Thank you. And and Lauren was asking about someone that just recently passed. And was that is the person we spoke of. Yeah, and that's who they spoke of, so I just wanted to yes. clear that, okay? Yes, now, yes. Now, we, we have another question from Jyoti, and Jyoti is someone that has been experiencing negative attacks. I'll call them negative attacks. And, yes. And she identifies them as ETs. 
And here's here's what she asks. Watching the Matrix 4 last night, I was attacked by a gray ET. Intense prickly crawling all over my body. Waves of this several times. Then later I was laying on my back in bed and I felt like a lightning-like jerk all over my back. When I lived in Bridal Trails in 2002, I felt a huge blast at my feet every time I dropped into sleep. It, it is a gray ET. This AM and for years, I feel twitching in my legs and I also feel constant sharp stabbing in my knee and my feet, etc. The mm-hmm. CT has been in me since 1994. Can you remove it or tell me how to get it out of my body? Make sure that it's gone, but we sent a light for that ET to follow. We sent a light for that ET to move into. It will be more beneficial. The ET will experience relief as the ET has put that great either. We extend the light to that ET to follow the light. Simply follow the light and you will experience relief as this has not been a good connection for either of you. Thank you. Thank you. And I have one more question here. Let me see if I post it. This is a very good question. And I could probably spend um, the whole call on this question, or another call on this question. But let me pose it. And I think I've gone through, I think I've gone through all the questions, okay? And um, just a moment. I want to tell you, all of you listening, that the way to get a question in is to send it to questions at intelligent-infinity.com. Questions at intelligent, ending in a T, dash or hyphen, infinity, ending in a Y, dot com. And when you send it to my other emails, I might miss it. And Judy sent this to another email. And then I have to go through um, forwarding it to that email. So please write that down. I say this to Jody and to um, Judy, okay? And anyone else who doesn't have that down. And Judy Kane says... Much love to you, dear Terry. Thank you both so much for focusing strongly on the Christ consciousness in the recent times. What is the most powerful way to invoke Christ consciousness on a day-to-day basis? For many years, 
a while ago, when I would put the word Christ on my phone, it would capitalize on its own. Nobody around me who put it on their phone would have that happen. When I see the word Christ capitalized, it seems to have a power to me of God. I cherish that, but it stopped doing that, and I miss it. I also had a beautiful, gentle giant of the Pyrenees for many years. It was a humble, beautiful spirit. And one time, a whale teacher, a very evolved animal communicator, she spontaneously said, when she saw him, he is a Christed being. She wanted him to be part of her teaching class. What does it mean if he is a Christed being? He's passing on now. Can you add any insights to these two experiences with Christed presence that have meant so much to me? Much love to all, and Godspeed. Judy in California. And I just want to say a couple of words before I turn it over to them. You know, Jesus made it clear to me the way that you connect with the Christed energy. And we're making it clear as well. And it's, it's, it's not hard. It's easy. Except the easiest way is not to try to do it yourself and think suddenly, you know, the light's going to shine on heaven on you and you're in the Christed light and you're now in the Christed energy. What did Jesus say? He said, when two or more gathered, the Christ, he said, I, but I'm substituting the Christed energy, is also present. Then he said, love your neighbor as yourself. And, you know, one of the things, and I say this, that, you know, when you guys are coming into these calls all the time, Try making a donation occasionally and say, they're me, and they're, like, they might be struggling now. Or this work is phenomenal, and I want more people to be exposed to it. Because when we have more money, we do more things in putting it out there. And, and when we're struggling, uh, we don't. And then, but you have to do it from the consciousness of we are you and we're doing work you can't do. Just like uh, we're doing work the Elohim can't do. Okay? And we continue to do it. And it's like, um, who can you be on the phone with? Call in the light and just be silent. Who can you do that with? Who can you connect with energetically in in the in the quietness and feel their energy field in your field? I mean the truth is we're all one. And the Christ consciousness exists in the oneness. And if you approach everything 
with the slightest bit of separation, you will probably won't get it, okay? And um, I, w- I wanted to talk more about that, but I'm not going to do it because we have our other call to do and people are already on it. So do our sources want to make any comments about Trudy's Yes, questions? we do. do. Do we understand the question correctly that <clears throat> the being that you were speaking of, um, the higher being is, uh, is transitioning? Uh, I don't think so, okay? I think she's asking. We've been talking, since it's Christmas, we were talking a lot about the Christ consciousness. Yes. And her her real question is, what is the most powerful way to invoke the Christ consciousness on a day-to-day basis? And then she talks about an experience that she had with her phone which I'm sure she felt was a message from the higher realms. And uh, then she talks about a dog, a giant of the Pyrenees for many years, who was a humble, beautiful spirit, and one time a whale teacher, a very evolved animal communicator. So she has the idea that her dog was a whale teacher and I'm not sure what that means. She spontaneously said she saw him as a Christed being. She wanted him to be part of her teaching class. What does it mean if he is a Christed being? Now, she's talking about a dog, and I don't know if a dog can be a Christed being, and are not maybe a dog can be a Christed being. Um yeah. and it has chosen the form of a dog to uh, be of service and to be connected yeah. with Judy and others, uh and whales and uh is doing an incarnation in that form to gain experience and is a wise wise soul. Um the question about connection with Christ consciousness is a connection with the light uh which can raise your a vibration and provide uh, guidance and be and connect you with the higher sources and harmony with others and moving in to the um, teachings of Jesus, of the neighbor, and of your neighbor as yourself. This adds um, co co there's a word, cohesive, co uh, instant light, uh, um, 
there's a specific word. Um, the cohesive light is not exactly the right word, but that it, you can uh, um, experience, which can bring you higher. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Thank you. Um, I would like to go into all that more deeply because I'd like to explain how I experienced that and how I've learned to bring it in. And that I was, I know I was bringing it in when I was younger, but I didn't know what it was in the way that I do now. And, uh, and they made me do it on Monday. Yeah, I'm going to stop now. I'm not going to explain it, but um, it's easier. It's easier than you think. As, as huge and as big as it is, it's easy and simple. You have to get all your thoughts out of the way and let, let it's a flow that exists all the time. And it's getting yourself out of the way so you can tap into that flow. And, yes, uh, it is aspects of the light available in the tunnel of light that helps mm-hmm. you um, disconnect from the problems of the uh, in life in the third density to move you higher into the higher consciousness. And thank you, sources. And Terry, for coming through with all of that. And we're moving into whole planet healing right now. If you're on BBS, don't touch that dial. And this is a call where we actually implement these energies. And um, you may find yourself feeling. You may be feeling them right now, and they're going to continue, but in a different manifestation. Is that you, Hans, laughing? I'm not laughing, no. And I hope Chris didn't ask a question. He sounded like he was going to, but I didn't see it when I was running through. But if you did, Chris, I'm sorry I didn't answer it, but I love you, and I'm glad you're here. Glad all of you are here. And this is an amazing experiment going on, as I call it an experiment. Because it's a manifestation of these very high sources, and it's available to anyone, and it can change your life. And um, it, but don't be our follower; just be curious and see what happens. And on that note, do our sources want to say anything quickly? Thank huh? you from Seattle. Okay. Thank you, Cecil. I just want to say, Terry, you're a real trooper. Blessings, healing blessings to you, honey, and thank you to our sources. Yes, amen. Yes. Unmuted. Cecil, Cecil, when you call in the light on Whole Planet Healing, you've learned to bring in the spaces and feel the energy flow. Am I right? I mean, I know you do, but I can feel it. But... um. It's not. It's, it, we make it harder because it seems so exalted. 
we think we're not worthy of it. We think um, um, it's out of reach and it's so big. You know what? I'm a normal guy and I'm doing it. <laughs> I'm abnormal, subhuman sometimes. <laughs> and um, I'm still doing it. And I'm doing it and I have the same things you work with. And I would never make myself exalted. And, you know, it's like when people try to do it, I usually get angry. And I, 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 I give myself a lot of credit for being determined and perseverant, okay? And, you need to get to all um, planet healing at 16 after. Yeah, yeah let's go. All right, all we're going right. off. So we're, we're thank gonna, you all. Good love. Thank you all. Thanks all of you who asked questions, and we'll see you in a moment on Whole Planet Healing. Let's start Welcome, everybody, on BBS, and uh, welcome to the callers that just joined us. Would you like to say your name and location? Hi, this is Terry in Sedona. Hi, Terry. I'm sorry, we're so Hi, tired Terry. here. Good job, Hi. Terry, on the last call. Hey, Terry. Uh, Terry, give me a jingle afterwards, okay? Okay, Lauren. Yep. I love you, like Terry. You're like you amazing. amazing. Yeah, yeah thank amazing. you so much. That's in your healing, honey. Welcome yeah. to Hope Planet Healing. Would you like to say your name and location? That's Chris in Memphis. Hi, Chris. Hi, Chris. Hi, Chris. Hi, Chris. Hi, Chris. Hi, Chris. Hi, Welcome to Hope Planet Healing. Would you like to say your name and location? Abby. Abby in California. Hi, Abby. Hi, Abby. Hi, Abby. Hi, Abby. I was on the last Abby. call nice on a different you. number. Thank you, Terry. Thank you, sweetie. Thank you, thank you. We love you. Welcome to Hope Planet Healing. Would you like to say your name and names and locations? I'm Monica in Everett, Washington. Hi, Monica. Hi, Monica. Hi, Monica. And Monica. Was that Edward? I think it's Sean. Oh, Sean. Sean. Hi, John. John. Hi, John. Sean and Sean. Hi. Everyone. Hi. Welcome to Hope Planet Healing. Would you like to say your name and location? It's Wynn in Sedona. Hi, Wynn. Hi, Wynn. We're ready. Hi. Who was laughing? Now. When you turn even this way. You, you, heard, you heard me laughing. We're getting it. When we cut your pay in half now, you're 20 minutes late. <laughs> huh? well, hey, well, thanks for saying over. that. I love you too, man. And yeah. thanks for sticking by me through, through all that time. Yeah, I know it wasn't easy. I know we, <laughs> we had some times. Right we butted heads. But... Only, only... <laughs> you, Chris. You Chris. me through it. Chris. Chris. Yeah. Don't tell any, don't tell this to anybody, okay? Just keep it between you and I. Yeah, what? All right. Mm-hmm. I used to be like you, okay? Oh, hey, well, it'd be rare, it would be probably pretty rare to get somebody else made this, uh, you know, exactly like I was. Hey, Chris. Chris. Yeah. Hey, Chris. Yeah. Um, I'm doing the love one made simple. Yes, a lot of good questions on there. Oh yeah, yeah thanks. Right. I mean, it really, I mean, it really, it really did help, and now helped me. You know, um, you know, those questions now. You know, I pretty much I either, you know, kind of 
know, you know, kind of know myself or can go within myself or, uh, you know, um, or, or uh, you know, because it is. Mm-hmm. If you get some help, man, you can say it's within you and it's, it's yeah. accessible yeah. to everybody. Yeah. You have to get through your I'm stuff. Sure. Get to it. Get all that, right, get that onion bag. And I think you're over the hump, Chris. But you know what? We, <laughs> yep. we got to get... We got to get on here. We're on BBS Radio, okay. and we're doing whole planning. Muted. And Chris, and in Memphis, happy belated birthday! He had his birthday yesterday. Uh, oh, okay. Ben, are you going to take Don't, the mic, or is Jackie going to do it? You know what? I think I'll just take it at the very beginning, and then I'll turn it over to Jackie. Okay? Oh, right. That's, that so seems to still, work really good. Okay. All right. It's still January. No, what is it? December twenty ninth. Here we go. The recording has started. This is December twenty ninth, two thousand twenty one. Whole planet healing, and I hope I think Don is going to let us run over because he was late, and um, so hopefully we'll run over. Don, if you're listening, you're letting us run over. He did say that, so we'll see, okay? And, um, you know, just very briefly, we have done this communication with what's identified itself as these group souls at the high end of the universe matrix in the higher dimensions, two group souls. And they've been talking to us for 18 years. They have been answering the most incredible questions. They have tremendous compassion for the human condition. And they have the ability to shift things on a cellular level when circumstances are right. And Part of what makes circumstances is right is when people ask for their help. And they are not God in the ways that people are accustomed to think of God. And they would say uh, there are helpers in the higher dimensions, and they can help us in ways that we can't help ourselves, and we can help them because. They are the creators of the universe, and they're not too pleased with the way things are going on our planet, and they can assist. But we we do this call as a way of asking for their assistance. Plus, we read an excerpt from one of the sessions so you can understand who they are. So please hang hang in there. Don't go away. And I turn it over to Bonnie, who's going to facilitate the transitions. Uh, are we recording? Oh, no. Are we recording? Yes, we're recording. I'm going to turn it over to Cecil, who's going to call it in the light. And this is our invocation to bring them in and to put a protective energy around this call so the negative spirits don't get into it. So go ahead, Cecil. Thank you, Rick Wynn. Father, Mother, God, the one infinite creator, we ask for the presence 
of the light to surround and protect everyone in attendance, including those on BBS radio, and, and any negativity be taken to the highest realms of light and be transmuted for the highest and greatest good of all concerned. We see ourselves in the flow of energy radiating from the center of the universe through the galaxy, through our galaxy, the Milky Way, through our solar system, through the outer energy fields of planet Earth, through our bodies, and into the center of the Earth. Right now, we invoke a group energy connection with all those present who are open to do so while maintaining the sovereign integrity of our souls. We invite those sources who are positive, service to others, honoring the law of one to join with us. We create a protected space that only the positive has access to. Anything not of that nature must leave now. And back to Jackie. Thank you so much, Cecil. And uh, yes, it's Jackie, but I'm honored to be in the Bonnie Club. We are going to join Bonnie from Corona, California next on our call. She is familiar with many... Oh, you know what? I skipped over Wynn and Terry introducing themselves, I think, because the, I listened to them for the last hour. So, Wynn, do you want to say a few words again and introduce Terry for this particular call? Yeah. All I'll say is, and it's hard to get this across, because I don't care. How, I do care how many people are on this call, but not because I want followers. It's because I want the call to be more powerful and more impactful in this realm. And But I can say, after paying attention to this for years, asking them questions for years, we've created a library of answers to questions that have never been answered before in the history of humanity. And it's all up for free. It's on the spiritchannel.net. And... You know, one of the reasons we put it up like that is because it says has the potential for influencing this realm, and we hope it does, for a long time into the future, that people get what it is. And the people who get what it is keep coming to the call, and I can say Aside from changing the planet, anyone who starts paying attention to it and gets it is going to speed up their evolution in this realm. Because I've watched this happen, and the people on this call are people that it's happened for. And um, these messages are coming through my partner, Terry Brown. And I can stop almost any time of the day and say, I got a question for them. And she'll stop and I'll ask it. I'll get the answer. And then we come on these calls and we let other people ask questions. And then 
we have a body of information that some people have compared to the body of information that Edgar Casey left. And sooner or later, it'll get recognized. And it's all there for free. And one of the reasons it's there for free is that this kind of information gets messed with by the negative if it starts to get popular. And so I'm doing my best to make it totally available. And, you know, there's nothing to join, nothing to buy. Um, and if you if it touches you and moves you, come back. But I hope you will give it the chance to touch you and move you. It's, it's too big to understand in one phone call. And uh, on that note, I turn it over to Terry. Hi, everybody. Um, you know, this is amazing. It's like I have questions myself, and I'm getting my questions answered. I'm scared to ask a question on a Wednesday night because um, I'm scared. Uh, I don't know. I, I would only ask a question, which I had no idea what the answer was. Um, maybe I should try it sometime because they answer amazing questions. But thank you, everyone, for your questions tonight on uh, the earlier call. They were great questions. It's wonderful to make this connection with everybody. Thank you. Thank you, Terry and Wynn. And uh, Wynn, I really felt a passion in your voice just now. And I would also like to emphasize and encourage that everyone visit the spiritchannel.net because there are thousands of timeless conversations covering such a wide range of topics to discover. And when you listen to these messages firsthand or read the transcripts, they still contain all the original energy as if you heard it when it was originally given. So get over there. And Bonnie's very familiar with this. She is very familiar with the archives and chooses a special um, message to deliver to us each and every night. And uh, she always chooses something special. So Bonnie? Hi, thank you. Okay, we are going to read it from a transcript. Uh, this call took place the 2nd of January, 2012, and the heading of the call was uh, the difference between Ra and Elohim. And after wind calls in the light, then we have a greeting from Ra'on, and they've explained that Ra'on is a collaborative group of entities from both the Elohim group and the Ra group who, uh, depending upon the question that is asked or the information that is, uh, is asked for, they are collaborating and whoever is 
most suited to answer the question then uh, comes in for us. And so this greeting from Ra'an through Terry, we greet you in the love light of the one infinite creator. This is January 2nd, 2012, and we are with you tonight, wherever you may be or whenever you read a transcript or whenever you listen to an audio. We are raw. We are an administration group that helps to administrate the sector of this area and even broader. We work with administration of local planets and oversee the energy transfers that exist in the sector. We have learned in past channeling to let the Elohim group speak for itself as the Elohim has pointed out in the past that we are carrying some of the frequencies we have learned by being in the third dimensional realm and working with them, which the Elohim have very much less in that factor. They have very much less of the lower grounding frequencies that we have picked up by working in the third dimension. We shift gears. Elohim. This is the Elohim group. And we realize that the grammar is not adequate for a soul group in terms of we, she, he, and it, as we do not have a sexual orientation of male or female, although we do have manifestations of some of the female energies which are the higher frequencies, the lower frequencies tend to be more male by virtue of the frequency. We work with the higher aspects of love and light, and we maintain purity beyond the soul connections with the third dimension. We have merged into a loose group with the raw group for the purposes of bringing through information that is much and always the same. And we have, by bringing through in connection with raw group, a bigger footprint, so to say. More frequencies are covered so that we, in combination with the raw group, are easier to spot or tag into in sense. There are certain ways one can sense our frequencies. We are very light, and one might feel an airy feeling, a light feeling, a more loving feeling, and like everything at that level, is all right, no matter what is going on. There are some things that are difficult in the third dimension that we can help with, we can sense 
the light of an individual, particularly when that individual is passionate and is reaching out, we can see their light. It is like a physical light, although one would not be able to see it with their eyes so much. It is like an individual being able to see an aura. We can see the individual's aura and then see the intensity of the aura and can see and sense the intensity of the desire. We are touched by requests for fervently asked answers to prayers. And we help hold energy for that being fulfilled. And lower levels often come in to help as we hold space for them. The angelic realm can come in and help move energies to bring about results in areas of prayer. And I thought that was a wonderful self-description by our sources. And I'll turn it back to you, Jackie. I really love you all. Thank you. Thank you so much, Ronnie. Jackie, Uh, Jackie, Jackie, I just want to make one comment. Sure. Any of you who are listening on BBS or who are new to our calls, this has all evolved very organically. In the past, when people were communicating to these sources, which has happened, somewhat often in our realm, they would turn it into a religion because of the wisdom and the power and the shifts that occurred as a result of the connection. And this is not a religion. And when you hear them describe themselves, um, you have to be curious enough to reach further to say, is this for real? And many of the people on this call asked that same question. And we were not at the place we were at now, where suddenly a bunch of people knew that it was real, had some personal connection. And there's never an encouragement to believe this blindly. Um, And there is never anything that takes away your own power. Each of you is an aspect of the creative force of the universe and has to make their own way, work out their own karma. But these connections speed up that process. And that's all I want to say. Thank you. Thank you, Wynn. I I wanted to add that Raw On was formed specifically for the work that you're doing in this group. And I I guess it's because Terry has such a facility in bringing in both the Elohim and the Raw group. But um, it's quite an honor. Next, we are going to join... Did you want to say something? I just want to say, neither Terry or I want to create a religion out of this. Okay, or to have dogma and rituals. We don't have them. It's just spontaneous organic growth that's getting stronger and stronger. 
And that's all I wanted to say. Okay. We are going to join Jennifer from Greensburg, Pennsylvania next, who researches the most recent earthquake and volcanic events that have occurred in the last 24 hours. And we do this because the sources have asked us to and have uh, emphasized the importance of not only we knowing what's going on, but also alerting them to what's happening so that they can assist us in our work. Now, um, they've also suggested that the most beneficial thing we can do is to send a calming energy to any of these areas of concern. So let's form that uh, group energy and send a calming calming energy to Mother Earth as Jennifer takes us to each area of concern. Jennifer? Thanks, Jackie. Tonight, I would like to invite Mother Earth to journey with us across the globe. She can increase our intent for calm. First place we're going to start tonight is in Hawaii, and we're looking at Hawaii tonight. It actually is quite a calm scene. We do have Pahala, which is always swarming with low levels, and just two very low levels under two near Kilauea, and that was all today. So I'd like to take just a quick moment and send calm down to the areas of the island that we cannot see underneath the hot spot, the fracture zones, the fault lines, the undersea volcanoes, which are so active in this area. And actually, there's a hot spot there as well. But just send calm. And I do want to thank Mother for taking care of Hawaii. Um, We've asked for a lot of calming there, and we do appreciate it that um, for the most part, it has been in uninhabited areas. Now we're going to move down to the southern area, New Zealand. We had some 4.2 on the South Island and a 3.5 on the North Island of New Zealand. And then moving northward along the Kermadec Trench, we had 4.4 Kermadec Islands. And up north towards Fiji, we had a 4.8. Then we head westward to Vanuatu. We had a 4.4. And I might mention, too, as we're passing Australia, there was a 3.7 in Western Australia. And that is not surprising considering uh, what all is going on there just north of that region. And that would be in Indonesia. We had a 7.3 there today just north of the area of Australia, and not just the 7.3, but it has been swarming all day there, and some of them are rather large, um, around fives, and then some fours, too, and this is a very sensitive area. It's the Timor-Leste. It's called East Timor in Indonesia, and then looking out through the Indonesian Crescent, we had... um, just basically the threes and the fours. Now we're going to turn towards the north, the Philippines, 4.5. North to Taiwan, 4.8. North to Japan, 4.7. And some other assorted 
and Suwanoza Jima is erupting there today. Continuing northward to the Russian area of Kamchatsky, we had a 4.7 at the Kuril Islands, and Shivalach is erupting today there. And then we're going to make a turn now and move across the Aleutians, and we had a 5.7 and some others. There was a <clears throat> out of Attu Station, which is one of the furthest um, Aleutians, there was a bit of a swarm there today. We had six earthquakes, and they were sizable, 5.7, 4.8, and so on. And then moving across the Aleutians, everything else was quiet. And mainland Alaska, we had uh, just threes and twos. Moving down through Canada, nothing reported. Washington, Mount Rainier is rumbling, and we had a 2.0 at Swede Heaven, and <laughs> I had to laugh at that name. I guess there are a lot of Swedish people there. Moving down into Oregon, nothing reported. Down into California. <clears throat> now, my favorite place, the Mendocino Triple Junction, just offshore, we had a swarm, five different earthquakes at Petrolia. 3.6, two in the uh, two on land and three in the sea. So that's uh, that bad area there. It's just under pressure from several different points there. So we want to send calm, and this is where the San Andreas Fault comes onto land. So we want to follow that all the way down through the Geysers region, San Francisco region, all the way down through Southern California to send calming, love light energy. And 2.3 was the largest in Southern California. It was a Carson. And then we also had Ridgecrest that was uh, always swarming. Moving down into Mexico, we had Gulf California still active, and that is the same fault line. Uh, we had a 3.5 there and a couple other lessers. 4.0s in uh, Mexico, nothing larger than that. Guatemala, we had Fuego erupting. Down to Nicaragua, we had 4.2. And threes, the rest of Central America. I did want to mention on the other side of Central America, um, heading eastward, we have the Caribbean area. Everything was threes and twos, except we did have Martinique. We had a 3.5. Martinique is an island. <clears throat> it's a windward island. So it is actually in the area of um, Dominica, St. Lucia, and that area. Moving back over to South America, we had uh, Ecuador, 3.5, the Ventador and CNJ is erupting, Peru, 4.3, and Sabancaya, Chile, 4.5, and Argentina, 4.3. And let's all just send a little bit of extra added calm because what's happening on the other side of the Pacific will make its way around to Central America, I mean, U.S. even, and Central America and South America primarily. So we want to send them calm. Now we're going to move all the way up to um, Iceland where today we had a few... Earthquakes, but 4.4, so that's a bit of an 
uptick. And I did do a little investigation. They had over 600 tremors yesterday, and they are still waiting for an eruption. Hasn't happened yet. And then Spain, France, and Italy, Slovenia, Romania, everybody had twos across Europe today. Coming over to Greece, where we had a 5.7 and a 5.1. Now, this is in the area where Crete is, and it's very the Greek islands are always busy, quite active. And then moving across Turkey to Caspian Sea, which is part of Russia, there was a 4.5. And then looking south of uh, Saudi Arabia, the Owen Fracture Zone, it's called 4.3. And then 4.4 in Pakistan, 4.1 in Nepal, 5.0 in China. And then moving directly south of that, we had a 5.0 at the Nicobar Islands, <clears throat> which is done by India, but it's it's actually closest to uh, Indonesia. So we come back to the point of the beginning, and I just want to say thank you to everybody who participated, and I'll send you back to Jackie. Thanks, everyone. Thank you, Jennifer. Now, um, in just a few moments, Wynn will be taking us on a guided visualization where he addresses many other issues that concern us. But right now, the phone lines will be unmuted, and you have the opportunity to put your concerns into the light, always keeping in mind that the highest and greatest good for all be considered. If you're on BBS or listening to a replay, this is also a good time for you to put forth your concerns. And thank you all for your contributions tonight. Unmuted. This is Roger in Austin, and I'd like to put into the light two of my good friends here in Austin. And the first one is Bob Browning, who has been diagnosed with pancreatic cancer and with a poor prognosis. So I put him into the light for healing. My other friend is Jerry Doberful, who just came down with the Omicron, Omicron variant of COVID, and I put him in the light for healing. Thank you. I would like to put into our light uh, enhancement of all the energy systems up in our beautiful Mother Earth, uh, be um, uh, just uh, filled with our love uh, and life-giving and supporting energy frequencies and vibrations for the highest greatest good. Thank you so much. Tom in San Jose asking for support and protection for Sidney Powell and Mike Lindell and for Mike's lawsuit. Thank you. This is Jennifer from Greensburg, and I'd like to put everybody on this call into the love light for healing, regardless of what the need is. I'd also like to extend this to our BBS listeners and our family members and our pets and any other loved ones that I missed. Um, I do want to make mention of when and Terry. Terry is not feeling great, and I would like all of us to just send her a huge dose of healing and love light that she can go to sleep tonight and wake up tomorrow all better. And I'd like to also mention when we send him love light that he can maintain his energy level to take care of Terry. <laughs> I would like to also mention Monica and Larry. Lauren in Washington, Tom in San Jose, Cecil and Betty, White Dove and Willow, 
Phyllis and Joe T, Antonio Jr., Sr. and Abby, and Robert, who has successfully kicked COVID, and Hyatt, Kathleen, Mimi, Maxalina, and I'd like to put myself in this love light for healing. Thank you. Thank you. This is Jeannie in Citrus Heights. I want to put the human family into the light and ask for our rapid awakening. I request that the Elohim assist and accelerate this awakening so that every human will see clearly who is well. Jeannie, I think you muted yourself. We can no longer hear you. She either muted herself or her line dropped. It sometimes happens. She has no presence on Next person, if anyone. Then we move over. Muted. This is Terry, and I would like to put everyone that has transitioned um, and is still uh, transitioning in the light for the highest good and for their um, cogent uh, transition. Thank you. Okay, and I'm going to do our closing visualization. We're going to go through a rundown on our on our planet and all of the things that we would like to see more positive outcomes for. Um, and there's a lot. I'm not going to probably hit them all. But I hit the high points. And if you notice, we've done the earthquakes. We'll be doing more on earthquakes. Because um, one of the things about this period of time we're in is that um, many people have made predictions about catastrophes in this period. And this is from prophets to scientists, geologists. And our sources can help shift outcomes. And we may not have enough people on this call to do that, and maybe we do, who knows. But in any case, That's what we're going to do. And we have a group energy consists of all of us on this line and our sources. 
And they do respond to prayers. And we happen to have a, a greater breadth of understanding of how it works. So this is a rather special group. But anyone who's praying in any kind of group and reaching out for God's help can get them to pay attention. And they look at the whole planet, the way they've explained it, as if it was one being made up of all of the individual embodiments on this planet. And they weigh it to see how much they can do. So if you're here, you're making a difference despite being quietly holding the space while we do this. So we start out by surrounding our planet with this group energy. And we are going to be cosmic repeater stations, we could say, and send the energy of the higher realms to the surface of our planet, including the Christ energy, including the grace energy, and any other positive energies that are service to others that would join us in this exercise. So, as we send this energy to the surface of the Earth, we ask that it can be received by anything or anyone that's able to receive it. We start out with the humans on planet Earth who are service to others. We go to the children on planet Earth who are the hope for the future. And we hope and ask that as they get older, they become wiser and they become leaders. And we go to the animals and the pets on our planet the pets who help keep their owners' chakras in balance. We go to the plants, trees, bushes, grass, vegetables, and everything else. And we ask to send this energy to the plant life, moving through their leaves and their green part, through their trunks and their roots into the earth. We go to the rocks and minerals that are very stable receivers of this energy. 
we go to the insects and the insects that are part of the cycle of life on planet Earth, like the bees. And we ask for the preservation of those species who are important to the balance of nature. We go to the fish and the sea life and the dolphins and the whales. We now go through the surface of the earth into the interior of the earth. And as we have learned, the earth is alive. The earth is aware. The earth is conscious. The earth makes decisions. And the earth also suffers because she has to process the thoughts, feelings, activities of humans, which are not always of the highest nature. And so we send healing energy to the earth and gratitude to the earth for giving us this opportunity to have these bodies on her planet. We go to the energy waves that travel through the Earth that terminate in potential earthquakes and volcanoes and fault lines. And fault lines are the earthquakes and volcanoes of the future. And we send calm energy to these waves. We go back to the surface of the Earth, and we're going to continue going through the planet and sending calm energy to all of the fault lines. We start with the ring of fire, the land masses surrounding the Pacific Ocean, and the most volatile of all the earthquake zones. And we send calming energy also to the vulnerable islands in the Pacific. We go to the New Madrid fault line, centered in St. Louis and the surrounding states. We send down a column of light hundreds of miles in diameter, covering this entire area to all the fault lines underground descending calm energy. We go to the Mid-Atlantic fault area, which stretches from the North Pole through Iceland through the middle of the Atlantic Ocean, as far down as the tip of South America. We put a longitudinal column of light along this entire fault line, penetrating through the water into the ground underneath the water, sending calm energy. We go to all the other fault lines and potential earthquakes and volcanoes 
on our entire planet. We ask our sources to help locate them and help us send this calm energy. Any earthquakes and volcanoes that need to occur because the Earth is releasing stress, we ask that it can happen gradually and away from population centers. We go to some of the other out-of-balance situations on our planet. We start out with the coronavirus and its mutations. We ask that it can be rendered harmless. We ask that the immune systems of humans can be strengthened. And we go to the vaccines and ask that anything toxic can be transmuted in vaccines. We go to the awareness of the population of our planet and ask that they can become aware of the real agendas going on beyond all the fake news and misdirection that's taking place. We ask that they can also become aware of the higher realms of spirit and the nature that they can play a part in asking for help and increases the potential for help. No matter whether they do it through our group, another group, are just silently by themselves. We go to the suffering on our planet and we ask for the Christ consciousness to work with people that are open to receive this. The energy to lift their consciousness above their suffering. And we ask that the causes of suffering, the things that catalyze suffering, can be eradicated when it's for the highest good of all concerned. We go to droughts and we ask for gentle rain to occur in areas of drought, filling the reservoirs, watering the crops, supplying water in those places where animals are needing to drink water and we ask for protection for two dams in the world that could be vulnerable to breaking. One of them is called the Three Gorges Dam in China. 
The other is called Hoover Dam that is between um, Nevada and Arizona. And there has been hints of this being a false flag potential event. And Hoover Dam supplies the water for most of Southern California, as well as the electricity. We go to the governments of our planet, and we ask for the qualities of leadership that inspire trust, and co-creation, and passion amongst the population of this planet. We ask for qualities like benevolence, compassion, courage, integrity, ethics, and wisdom. We ask that those countries who are adversarial with each other and those groups who are adversarial can find ways and means of settling their differences without resorting to violence. We go to interventions. We ask that our realm is protected from nuclear weapons going off. We ask for transmutation of toxic materials in our, on our planet. Starting and mentioning once again the coronavirus and its mutations. Radioactivity. Chemtrails. Anything in food, air, water, or medicine, which is toxic, to be transmuted. And we bring this energy back to ourselves. We see it flowing through the universe 
through the galaxies, through the Milky Way, through the outer energy fields of planet Earth, landing on our personal rooftop, where we have an energy filter that only lets positive energy through. We see this energy landing on our rooftop where we have an energy filter that only lets positive energy through. And if we're comfortable, we can invite that energy into our home and let it fill every cubic foot of our home, our room, our apartment, and transmute any negativity. And that for the people that happen to be living under the same roof, that if they're open to it, it can positively influence them. We put this energy around the walls of our home, the perimeter of our home. And we ask that it acts to block any negativity from coming into our home from outside. And now we can invite this energy through our bodies and we can see it moving through all of our chakras, opening us up, breaking down barriers. On that note, we're going to end the verbal part of this call. We're going to leave the lines open for those of you that want to stay here and hold this space in a meditative way. You can also think of people you care about and put them in this field of energy. You can also send this energy to your neighborhood and to your city. And on that note, we're going to close the call for communications. Leave the lines open. And thank you all for being here. And we'll see you next time. This session is no longer being recorded.